Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yeah! Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Why did you just unzip and pull down your... Pantaloons. <laughs> I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the hardest screen land. Well, the reason I did it is because underneath my work clothes, I have my cheerleading uniform. I see that. Woo! That's right. Today's uh, title is Shake Your Pom-Poms and Cheer. That's right. Shake your pom-poms and cheer with Sammy Smith. (laughs) We are all cheerleaders. When we are encouraging others, we are at our best, rewarded with the confidence that our Heavenly Father will take care of everything we need. And after the break, Sammy Smith somersaults in to read and discuss today's daily word, children's blessings. I know. It sounds a little precarious, children's blessings, but <laughs> with the right frame of mind, and, uh, yes. and uh, I'm sure Sammy Smith will have some great things to say about it. it could some re- people refer to us as children sometimes. Well, we're all really You're children. You're too happy to be uh, uh, mature adults. I Well, yep. And I, you know what I say to them? I say, well, if you're lucky, one day you'll get here, too. I also, <laughs> sometimes you give them the Bronx cheer, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Bronx cheers, yes. we might as well just jump right in. Because oh, man. We've been talking a lot about Charles Fillmore lately when we're doing our daily uh, walk through Culver City. Yes. And, and we're, yes. we were just recently at Unity at Tustin. Yes, we were. 
And we were talking about Charles Fillmore. Yes. And if you ever get a chance to listen to uh, Discovering Eric Butterworth, yes. or Discover Eric Butterworth. In the archives at Unity Online Radio. Yeah, what, I, what we both strongly suggest is go through the archives of Discovering Eric Butterworth yes. to the episode that's titled Introducing Charles Fillmore. Yes. And at the very beginning of that episode... They actually have a rare... Oh, audio recording, audio recording. Audio recording of Charles Fillmore, and you'll get to hear what a light-hearted, jovial, jovial guy and charismatic person he really was. And this is, uh, I think the recording was made right about around his 92nd birthday, and it's just so positive, we strongly suggest that you listen to it. Yes. And with that being said, we got these three breaths... From a book called Jesus Christ Heals by Charles Fillmore. It's been one of our go-to books lately. You just pick that thing up, open it, open it up to anywhere, and read a, a little bit, and you will uh, get some upliftment. Yeah, you, that's one. Of, this is one of those books where you could just open it up anywhere, and wherever your eyes land, it just is so positive. Yes. It's so good. Yes. And should we let them know what the three breaths are? Yes, it's a cheer it's that a, Papa Charlie, Mr. Charles Fillmore, wrote. And just in case, uh, if you're listening to us for the first time and you're unfamiliar, who is Charles Fillmore? Um, does he, did he, did he sell hot dogs in the Bronx on the boardwalk? I mean, who is this guy? Right. Who the heck is Charles well, Fillmore? Charles Fillmore is one of the founders with his wife. Right. And we got a great little, um, mini bio of Charles Fillmore. Oh, yeah, yeah. That we just dug up. And he's actually the Here, guy. I'll read it he, for you. Yeah. He's, uh, the, it says, Charles Fillmore was an innovative thinker, a pioneer in metaphysical thought at a time when most religious thought in America was entirely orthodox. Yeah, and he was one of the founders of Unity. And the Bronx cheer from uh, Charles Fillmore is, I sow no seeds of care and strife. Yes, but those of love and joy and life. Woo! <laughs> so let's take a breath. To clear our mind. Ah, there we go. I sow no seeds of care and strife, but those of love and joy and life. Ah, I sow no seeds of care and strife, but those of love and joy and life. Ah, I I sow no seeds of care and strife. But, but those, those of love and joy and life! <laughs> yes. Those were, we actually, I actually, we posted those on our fan page yesterday. We were about to tell the story of us being in Tustin of Unity. We'll make that quick. But with it, we, I, we posted those, that breaths we just used. And Rachel, and Sherry Knight this morning said, I love this, writing it down to carry it with me as a wonderful reminder of what's really important. Thanks guys for sharing love and hugs. And she's talking about our, the, the cheer we just did. Yes, I sow no seeds of care and strife, but those of love and joy and life. And on Sunday it was, right? We were in Tustin, and we stopped by Tustin Unity, and uh, we were we brought some flyers and postcards for the show, and we visited. They were having some potluck of some sort, 
and we 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 spent some time in the library there where you can take a book or leave a book as you feel inspired to do so yes and uh, we wanted to spread the word of unity about unity online radio which everyone at unity churches seems to be so surprised to hear about i know so right when it was funny because we uh i had this weird feeling like i wasn't feeling like my most uh outgoing self and Daryl was very enthusiastic, so I said, all right, this is going to work out. We'll talk to the right people at the right time. But we were in the bookstore, and the bookstore is attached to their administrative office. Well, and we also want to say one thing. We firmly believe in if you're not feeling enthusiastic about yes. doing something, right. then back off. It's That's not, not the, the time. time. Yes. Yeah, it's not the time. So I turned to Daryl, and I said, I think we've maybe we've done enough today. Cause we and I the thought flyer, so, too. Yeah. He agreed. And then somewhere in the, like, two seconds later, after we both agreed that, I started talking to the woman behind the counter. Who said, I remember you. Yeah. And we started talking about the radio show and Unity Online Radio. Now, that's fascinating because we haven't, we haven't seen, we've only saw the woman who worked in the bookstore once. Yeah. And it was months and months ago. a year ago. Yeah. So for her to be so, have such a fond memory of us was very flattering. Yeah. So then we started saying how great the radio station is, how great Unity is because it's such a goldmine of these teachings. We told him about the show. And then funniest thing, there was one lady that was really uh, um, excited about what we were saying. One lady behind the counter was more, a little bit serious. Apprehensive. Apprehensive. Then, and then who the lady, are these two guys? The lady behind a desk from the administrative wing came out. The principal. And the <laughs> thing like was, someone came out yeah, of the principal's office. Thankfully, Daryl had a flyer in the, in his attache case. Oh, yeah, which was a paper folder. And then brought, <laughs> he brought it out. <laughs> That's not the way I remember it, but <laughs> so he brought it out, and on it it had the official Unity logo. Yeah, because these were the flyers that uh, Unity, the official Unity Online Radio, yeah, uh, promotional materials that Unity Online Radio uh, designed for funniest thing. Yes, and when they saw that logo, they lit up. Yeah, and before they knew it, that and we said, "Hey, if you ever want us to mention any events that you're." And just in unity, just let us know. And everyone was like, yeah, we should do that. We should do that. And, and oh, it, it felt so good because we were really being cheerleaders for the radio station. For the again, we, we even mentioned, we said, we just go wherever feel the, the spirit of the Fillmore's leads us because yes. we really believe they're behind us with this message. And it's such a great message. Yes. And uh, the whole thing was uh, so uplifting, which is really what today's show was all about. When we cheer, like we were cheering not for ourselves. Right, right. We were cheering for... These principles and for Unity Online Radio and for Unity as a whole and just for this way of life. And it, it just naturally, the whole room started to light up in ways we don't consider ourselves self-promoters. Right. But we ended up promoting the show and such without having to be self-promoters because our joy did the promotion. Yes, that's what made it so attractive. Yes. And, you know, we've, we've got so many wonderful readings yeah. for today. And if you go through the archives, there's another episode that would fit perfectly with this one, which is Let's Go Praisey. Let's Go Praisey, yes. Yeah. And the power of praise, and, and what Ed and I, the power of praise is so significant. We just were listening to a Discovering Eric Butterworth episode. Yeah. is because when we praise another... yeah. It feels so good. We benefit so much, as well as the person receiving the praise. Yes. Because we're actually just reaffirming to what is real. Yeah, we're doing what we actually come to do. We're, we're, we're in our most natural stage. And what I was, I, I said this a couple times to Daryl. I said, I notice when I'm feeling how loving 
the universe is, it's naturally for me. It's natural for me to praise. But what Daryl pointed out was, you can actually jumpstart the feeling of living in a oh, loving yes. universe by praising first. By yes. you kickstart that feeling by actually yes. compl- like sincerely complimenting people for the things that pop out at you. Yes, not too long ago, just a few days ago. I was physically exhausted, and I was yes. telling Ed, and uh, Ed goes, boy, you're really noticing everyone's bright blue eyes. You're using that one a lot. Uh-huh. And I didn't realize what I was doing, but now it becomes such a habit that you'll naturally find yourself defaulting into yes. uh, the, the natural way we should behave, which is yes. if you're feeling your consciousness start to drop yeah instead of going oh no and getting grumpy right that you'll start looking for things to praise i remember in the beginning when i was like really wanting to awaken to this stuff at first it was like a question which one's real is the serious which one's being really myself being serious and you know um, like holding everything in and, and you know and acting that way or is it this joyous reality in my heart i knew the truth but like that's something that it's to the be, joyous reality. It's the joyous truth. So like one thing to think about: you're not being yourself truly unless you're being joyous. And, and so often that gets twisted around. But that's when we're really being ourselves. So if you feel like I don't want to be a phony, most of us have been phonies all our lives by holding our joy inside. Well, yeah, and Oscar Wilde puts it best by saying, "Seriousness is the last refuge of the shallow." Yes, and it just means I'm buying into the fear. Well, and it means we're living. At a shallow level yeah. compared to how deep life re- and joyous life really right, is. Right, right. I'm buying into that, like, oh. There's not enough to go around, all that kind of stuff. These right, readings, yeah, these readings say it better than we could ever say. We got three readings, and they're so powerful. We're going to jump right in. Yes. Would a reading from God grant me? And all these books you can find at DarylLant.com. They're not our books. But Under the books, reading list. Yeah, they're books we read, and we just made it easy for you to get them online if if you're so inclined. And this one's called, it's from September 8th. From yes. God grant me, and it's, uh, it says this. The best way to cheer yourself up is to try to cheer somebody else up. Mark yes. Twain. And that may sound like there's a lot of work involved. Right. But there isn't. And it goes on to say this. A woman who works in a, psych- in a psychiatric hospital was asked by an old-timer, do you know what your job is here? She replied, to fix people? He replied, no, they get to decide that. Your job is to make one person smile each day. After that, the woman said she started helping people. Yes. And uh, today's uh, affirmation says this. I will work to bring cheer and smiles to others. Today, the smiles of others are more important than my ego. And what that says to me is sometimes when you're new at this, like I can remember when I I'd feel a little strange, you know, well, are they going to think I'm a weirdo if I say, you know, compliment them? And I'm going to tell you this. No. No one's going to think you're a weirdo. Yeah. Because you're actually working as a cheerleader. You're you're sharing God's love for them yes. through your praise. And all that all that thinking is just old mental habits based on fear yeah. that I'm going to be judged. And that's where the last line says the smiles of others are more important than my ego. Today, the smiles of others are more important than my ego. And another trap I used to fall into when I first started doing this was I'd smile and say hello to people, and they'd keep walking with a kind of like a, wow, he didn't even say thank you or something. But no, you got to look at that as 
That smile, that blessing healed you. That's it. Yeah, that's that, the truth. That, that came through God's love. After a while, love. you don't even worry about yes, that other people. That God, God's love flew, uh, flowed through you yeah. to that person. And here's the bonus. That, that little smile that seemed insignificant because they didn't recognize you for giving it to them. Yeah. Later on that day, you may have changed the entire life of that man or that woman because instead of, I would think less, instead of coming home from work, yeah. that little bit of love you gave him when his son says, Daddy, can you help me with this math? Instead of the father, son, I'm busy. I've got things to do. i right, got work. Right, like, right, ask right. your mother. But no, that one little bit of love that the father or that stranger didn't recognize you for comes out in that moment. And he says, yeah, sure, son. Let me take a look at that. That's the way I look at these things. Right. And it adds so much life to my life. Yes. That whether someone responds or not, you know, there's a unity saying I heard on one of the uni little uh, affirmations they put on the between the show breaks. Yeah, on Unity Online Radio. Yeah, and it said, you know, when you wash the car, what's the first thing that gets cleaned? Oh, yes. And it's the inside of the hose. Right. And that's what we're like. When we praise somebody, yes. we're letting the God's love flow through us and heal us in that moment. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like tuning your mind. Your mind's when we're feeling bad, it's probably because our mind is our mind is being critical of ourselves and others. So by shifting our focus onto from finding what's wrong to finding what's right and seeing it outside of ourselves is actually sometimes easier to do. We actually alleviate the burden of the because. Once the mind is tuned toward appreciation and seeing what's right, it will start to see what's right about ourselves as well. And that picture is very different. Because when we're seeing all that's right, all the little things that might be off are very easy to fix because a majority is what we're seeing is what's right. Whereas if we're only focused on what's wrong, we do say, what's the use? Because it's like, it looks like majority of life is wrong. And there's, oh, there's a few little sparkles of goodness. But really, when we adjust our mind to appreciate then we see it's all good and there's these little tweaks and little things we need to you know like shift along the way but it makes it so much more worthwhile so when we focus outward and we we're like adjusting our mind onto appreciation mode and that is what i believe is there to do well yeah and praising others you're you're bringing up another point that i never even thought of the way you explained it it's like when you're trying to tune in an old radio and you're yeah. trying to get the signal. Yeah. It's almost like when I'm, pr- if I'm feeling like misalignment, I don't like my, I'm grumpy. I can't believe the cat. I got to yeah. walk the dogs. But if I look for one little blessing, it's actually like I'm trying to tune in. Yeah. And then once I hit something to appreciate, yeah. now the signal's clear. It's clear, like finally yes. dialing in. Yes. That's so true. Okay. Our second reading. Just happened to be from yesterday. It's amazing how when we come up with a title, everything seems to fall. Yeah, the readings fall into place. And this is from Daily Reflections, which is a 12-step publication. And it says this. We are sure God wants us to be happy, joyous, and free. We cannot subscribe to the belief that this life is a veil of tears, though it once was just that for many of us. But it is clear that we made our own misery. God didn't do it. Avoid, then, the deliberate manufacture of misery. But if trouble comes, cheerfully capitalize on it as an opportunity to demonstrate his omnipotence. And it goes on to say, 
I do not struggle with life because it is a gift, and I have never struggled when receiving a gift. If I sometimes keep on struggling, it is because I'm still hanging on to my old ideas and the results are nil until I let go absolutely. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that, we were talking about this, uh, this very thing at the coffee shop the other day, that a lot of times, my friend, my friend texted me, he said, do you ever forgive God? And I said, yes, he loves when I do. Because it's me, it, oftentimes we got to let go of our limiting beliefs about God and uh, realize what did I say the other day? Oh, you got to let me say the rest yeah, of it because yeah. I loved it so much. Yeah, Ed said that and it made a light bulb go off of me because yes. I think the same thing. I go, how could these people be so angry yes. to God? Yeah. And we just read how really it's us that creates our yes. own misery. And then Ed snapped out of it right yes. in that moment. He said, wait a minute. Most people think they need to forgive, forgive God. They need to forgive themselves for making God into such an asshole. <laughs> and I was like, that is so true. Because that's what we do when we're blaming God. And, and yes. it just keeps us a victim of circumstance, which, which is not the truth. That's right. That's right. Well, after the break, we'll read a great reading from Charles Fillmore. We'll also have Sammy Smith somersaulting in to read and discuss today's daily word, children's blessing. So thank you for listening to the funniest thing on Unity Online Radio. Woo! This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. all on the journey together, making sense of this life, finding our spirituality, growing and evolving. As we travel through this world, Unity Magazine is your resource for gaining a deeper understanding of life. Unity Magazine is on the forefront of spiritual discovery, with articles and features from leading authors, teachers, and philosophers. Stimulate your thinking and strengthen your spirituality with Unity Magazine. Sample a free trial issue or subscribe today at unitymagazine.org. Thousands of listeners, like you, have been transformed through the ministry of Paulette Pipe and her program, Touching the Stillness, one of the longest-running programs on Unity Online Radio. Paulette's latest album of guided meditations, Blissful Stillness, is a new and different experience. The mystical quality of our beautiful voice will reverberate through a Zen-style meditation, a mudra meditation, which are yoga hand positions to deepen your practice, and guided meditations, which we know and love. It features a new instrumental sound by Kelly Hunt with a bonus track by Kathy Zavada. 
experience a blissful immersion into quiet and stillness by purchasing your own copy at shop.unityonline.org. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Shake your pom-poms and cheer with our guest, Sammy Smith. Yes, shake your pom-pom and cheers. Cheers. Hey, that's a Bronx <laughs> that's cheer. That's a Bronx cheer. But let's start up the segment with a little reading. Yeah, I'm Jesus glad. Christ heals. Oh, this is a great one. The chapter is chapter 9, Healing Through Praise and Thanksgiving. And this is by Charles Fillmore. I praise and give thanks that the strength and power of thy spirit now restores me to harmony and health. There's a quote here, Always praise the cooking of the cook is the instruction of the veteran hobo to the novice. Experience has taught the gentlemen of the road that praise and thanks melt the hardest heart and and often open the door to amazing hospitality. Tradespeople have found that thank you has commercial value. Metaphysicians have discovered that words which express thanks, gratitude, and praise release mind energy of mind and soul, and their use is usually followed by effects so pronounced that they are quickly identified with the words that provoke them. Let your words of praise and thanksgiving be to spirit, and the increase will be even greater than when they are addressed to man. The resources of spirit are beyond our highest flight of imagination. You can praise a weak body into strength, a fearful heart into peace and trust, shattered nerves into poise and power. And and you know what, you know, I mean... All, all you have to do is try it to know that's true. That's true. Yeah, I like that because when you're meditating or praying, you can praise the people in your life. They don't even have to be present. You can start when they're when no one's around, and it really gets the ball rolling. And then when people are around, it just gets easier and easier. Yeah, and pray. pray you could praise and, and you know we were listening to this too. Inanimate objects. You praise your car, praise your computer before you use it. Yeah, praise your job, your family, your life when you're in your meditation. Especially praise anything that hasn't happened yet that you're that's going to happen. A meeting. A, you know, praise it all that is that it's going as well as it possibly could, and you'll and I have been pleasantly surprised this week and how well and how quickly that all turn things will turn oh, out for it, the best. It, it like it, it uh, parts the seas of traffic. Yes, it's amazing, and nothing. Is, we read this somewhere about how a Jesus didn't find anything insignificant to yeah, it was too him. insignificant to pray about. Right? Yeah, to pray yes. about. Whether, yes. you know, I'm sure if he had to find parking spaces, he would have prayed and asked God for help with that yeah, as well. Yeah, he evoked the Spirit in everything. everything. And that is, like, because God is really not in any way limited. So there's no reason to think something's too small to pray about. If, if you think that, then pray for yourself in that moment to recognize that you are more valuable than you think. Yes, and it works. And it you'll works. feel it. It really, praise, when I'm praising others or if I'm thinking, pray, you know. Yes. Uh, praising thoughts even about others or things or situations it really ignites the pilot light in our soul like we heard uh butterworth share i know someone i want to praise right now our listeners our listeners the first thing i want to say we want to say is happy birthday 
to Becky Watson. Yes, we do. One of our friends of the show, a guest, frequent guest. Yes. Retired Navy captain. Yes, at musicforwellness.net. Yes, and she is. does amazing work with music therapy, and she's been on our show. You can find her on past episodes. And uh, we love you, Becky. So happy birthday to you. Oh, we also got a generous donation from two fans, one from Trudy Britt and another from Susan Smith. Yes. And we just want to say thank you so much and acknowledge that. And if, if anyone, if you're listening and you are interested in donating to the show, you can go to DarylandEd.com and there's a uh, donut, a donut, a donut button. Yeah, I a love do- a donut button. A, da- a donate button right there to make it convenient. We need a donut button in the studio. We sure do. We, could, we, we can get a new animal that brings in donuts for us. We could also, we got some great, a uh, couple letters from, from listeners that, uh, Paul Lucas from Butler, uh, Pennsylvania, said last year you guys put me on to Joel Osteen. I'm grateful that, for that. I wanted to tell you about Joseph Prince. You might like him. Although he sounds like a fire and brimstone preacher when he speaks, he is all about grace. Just thought you might like to check him out. Take care. Thank you, Paul. Christine Robom from Oakland, California, said I heard the show today. Your shout-out to me rocked my socks because it helped this feel all the more real. Truly grateful for you guys and your show. And one of the great things about Unity Online Radio, you could download any of the shows, not just our shows. You could put them on a thumb drive and share them with friends. Uh, if you'd like to send us a parcel post, you could do so. Yeah. And we got some mail to talk about later at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. All right. There's someone else we'd like to thank. Yes. That is the man that makes this whole operation run so smoothly and sound so sweet. Ah, Unity Online Radio is the envy of all online radio stations, thanks to Jeff Comfort. That's right. If you're feeling down and the volume's low, who are you going to call? Jeff Comfort! When the guest goes long, but they got nothing to say, who are you going to call? Jeff Comfort! Bam, 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 bam. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Alright! Speaking of ghosts or angels... <laughs> it's a perfect time That's a to, good segue. to give a shout out to the prayer line, which is 800 now pray or 800 uh, 669 Yes. And you know what we learned that Unity Online's uh, mission is broken down into three things. Remember? Yes. Unity yes. is for the promotion of prayer, mm-hmm. publishing, yes. and practical christianity nice well we've used it this week there's a there's also an app the letter u the word pray you pray app i used it this week or actually i've used it in past weeks with my student justice who went through a bone marrow transplant which we spoke of and we asked for your prayer support and we have good news yeah he's doing very well the bone marrow transplant has taken and he's still in the hospital i've been delivering his lessons to him there because he can't leave this room for probably another couple of weeks. But uh, he looks great. He sounds great. 
and he looks and he's happy. Well, and his mom was so uh, touched by your prayers. Yeah, yes, so by your support. So blown away that we have done that. So thank you so much. And and Mike Dugan, who we talk about and I mention a lot as a mentor of mine. We remember mentioned him last week for your prayers because he was in the hospital and not really yes. the best condition. And I just want to say uh, thanks to all the prayer support. Yep. He's actually back home and he sounds great. I spoke to him on the phone yesterday. Yep. And I all- recommend uh, another use of the You Pray app that I was, and a lot of mothers or fathers or, you know, might be able to use it in this way. I was at school and a buddy of mine, his son was, had gotten into some potential trouble. And he came to me and he was about to go into a big meeting and he was kind of stressed. And, you know, and in the past, you know, at that time of morning, I'm very tired and such. I might internalize that. What am I going to do for him? You know, and what, oh, what yeah, can I do to help him? I'm going to think about it. But in this case, I told him I was praying for him, let him know I love him and that everything, I thought everything would be all right. Then I went right to the You Pray app. I affirmed, you know, divine order and all of these things for him and his son. And then I was able to let the whole thing go. I mean, I haven't heard anything back from him, but I do know in my heart that all is well. And it was a great way. Anytime someone drops a bomb on you of like, uh, the, you know, something particularly emotional or whatever it is. And the best thing you could do is pray for them and let it go. Put it in God's hand and go about your day and live a joyous existence. Well, that's the most powerful thing we can do is prayer. And I'm glad you brought this up because it's easy to feel responsible. Yes. Like, oh, I got to kind of lift this person up or I'm supposed to yes. know what. I, and then the guilt comes in and the best thing we could do is pray for them. Well, we like I, this came into my head. I was talking to Daryl the other day when someone came to him for help, and he and and he was not sure what to do, or you know, he was feeling a little weighted by it. And I said, "Well, you," and it, it just this image came to me. I said, "Well, you, I know oh. what you mean." I said, "Just because you went to a barber and you got a good haircut doesn't mean that now you're a barber." You just want to send them to the same barber that yes. you went to. That's so, our, that's all we're responsible for. Yeah, in reality, God is the best barber. So we send them to God, which everyone has, and whatever method they might be best, if they're interested, best uh, suited to connect with. Yeah, we just share what we do. Right, God's the one cutting the hair. We're, yeah. we, we just look good. <laughs> yeah, we just say, this is where we get it. We're the best looking guys on the radio because we go to God for style uh, and uh, for as our stylist and barber. Well, and one of the barbers we go to every morning and throughout the day is the Daily Word. Yes. And you could subscribe and get extremely whoa bargain basement, Bottom basement bargain price. Basement. If you go to DarylNed.com, Daily Word has made a special through our website. Our manager's not around, is he? No. He's sleeping. Oh, yeah. So we can let you know about this great <laughs> price so he doesn't get upset with us. And you just go on there. It's uh, under special offer or you'll see the banner ad on our Dude. homepage. And coming up, we have right now-ish, we have someone who once wrote for The Daily Word. I don't I don't think he's still writing for The Daily Word, is he? Oh, I think I... he's – well, we'll find that out. But uh, he's written some great pieces for The Daily Word. We've had him on this show before. Last time he was at a clown convention in Las Vegas. Yes, he was. Now he's back in his hometown of Eustis, Florida, and that is Sammy Smith. Hey, Ed. How are you doing? Splendid. How are you, sir? And your comrade, Daryl. Good to see you guys. Yes, same here. Likewise. Video, you always make me smile, and a lot of other people, too, I know. Phenomenal. Thank you. I appreciate that. We just noticed your post on Facebook about you showing up in the uh, Catherine Ponder newsletter yeah that was fun that was great yeah that's amazing 
Yeah, it's funny. I was on my way to bed, and then I, I was opening the mail and pulled out the newsletter, and there's my name that jumped off, and I was wide awake. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing exciting. how that happened. That's praise. Yes. It releases so much energy, doesn't yes. it? Well, it is, because I've you know, admired her for so many years, and then to know that she actually read an article I wrote, you know, that meant a lot. That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I She's love been that. a lot of help. Yes, that's fantastic. I mean, that's the way we felt... In a way, when you decided to join us on the air the first oh time, because God. you're a celebrity of sorts to us, because we love your work and we benefit so much from it. Oh my God, we felt we were so excited. We were like two 14 year old girls who got comp tickets backstage to One Direction concert. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We're the cheerleaders. That's, <laughs> right. Uh, That's fantastic. Uh, well, you know, yeah. I was thinking usually on your show, you're talking about, uh, you know, stepping out in faith and trusting God. And I love that barber analogy. Yeah, that's great. And yeah. uh, also the thing you mentioned earlier about the hose, what gets watered first mm-hmm. when you're washing cars, the inside of the hose. That's, yes. You know, that's a fantastic image, which is like a Bible verse, a proverb, uh, the generous person will be prosperous, and he who waters others will himself be watered. Ah, oh, yes, exactly. But anyway, so I was thinking, you know, your show is usually about that. So the message today being children's blessing, that this is a little far afield from your normal uh, yes. message that you read and talk about on the show. But actually, it goes back to the very beginning of unity, because yes. the very first thing that happened was Myrtle Fillmore going to hear Dr. E.B. Weeks' lecture. And when she was at that lecture, she said, I am a child of God, and therefore I do not inherit sickness. And that was the beginning of her healing of tuberculosis. Wow. But those were the very first words of unity. Really, I am a child of God. Yes. Ah. Yes, yes. Well, we have to be like children of God to step out boldly. Yes. That's really what stepping out boldly is all about. Like when a child is loved and it doesn't look back for its moms nervously all the time because it knows, you know, it has a sense, the kid has a sense inside them that, you know, they got my back. I can can handle this, you know. And that's the way we feel when we visit with God more, more and more. We can walk boldly knowing with less, you know, that God is there within us, shining through us. Right. Yeah, kids have faith. Kids, kids trust. They don't worry yes. about. Am I going to get separate tonight? You, you know, usually they yes. uh, are with their parents. They know they're being taken care of. That's right. That's right. So and they uh, forgive quickly. You see kids squabbling, getting into a big fight. I'm never talking to you again. I can't live with you anymore. Yes. <laughs> and then five minutes later, you look out of the playground, and they're. You know, holding hands or playing, you know, oh, yeah. patched up. Yes. They definitely do not hold grudges. Yeah, not for very long. I think the, the pull of joy is too strong at that age. Like, yes. The temptation yes. of joy to get back into it and start playing again. Oh, my God. It's too strong. Right. It the takes negative a, things interfere with the joy. So why would you do that? So, yeah. It, yeah. I was going to say, it takes a lot of work to pull, hold yourself away from that force of that flow, that positive flow of life. And that's why it feels so uncomfortable when we're upset. It's because we're we're restricting the flow. Yes, exactly. And we're choosing to do it. Right. 
Yeah, and a lot of people mistake like that. That's our duty is to, you know, buckle down and put our shoulder to the wheel, and because you know, a long time training, hearing that, believing that, you know, and the truth is that when like Daryl and I are like kids, is that we realize it's ah, what's the, the the what's the use of resisting? I'd rather enjoy myself and get back in the flow and know that all good things are already here for me. So why don't I just get involved in that and stop griping about whatever my mind is. You know, well, that's why you guys are so fun. Uh, you know, you uh, you want to have fun. You're you're open to having fun. You're open to the joy of life. And all the fun people I know are like that. <laughs> yes, yes, people yes. Are, are just open to it. Yeah, that clown convention. I I saw a lot of people. They're they're in the moment. And uh, yeah, we could tell know. everyone listening. Just from from our own experience, you've suffered enough. Yeah, you've suffered enough. Let it go. Yeah. Are you, are you talking to me personally? No, oh, oh, no you're, okay. I'm <laughs> reminding myself as well. Yeah. I, I thought he was talking to me. What are you talking about? <laughs> I saw the dog stirring back there. I didn't know. <laughs> so, how about a little reading of today's daily word? Let's do it. All right. The message today is children's blessing. Walk in faith and love, child of God. Children's self-confidence grows when they receive positive reassurance. I bless them in my prayers today. You are a child of God, filled with divine light and life. May you ever express the peace and love that dwell within you to everyone you meet. May your life be blessed beyond measure with wonderful experiences that create lasting, meaningful memories. I see you developing into a person who loves and respects all life. I see you using your talents, skills, and unique personality to bring light and joy to others. I bless you with peace. I bless you with joy. I see you strong, confident, and safe as you explore the world. Walk in faith and love, for you are a child of God. The Bible verse is Matthew nineteen fourteen. Let the little children come to me, and do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of heaven belongs. Ah, that is great. And, and that speaks- is a blessing for children, that we can read that same thing for ourselves. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I just got done a couple hours ago doing lunch groups with kids. Guys, that's my profession. And uh, I was thinking about a kid that, I mean, this is the whole crux of what I think is good teaching, is holding the vision of what, like, you know, in the past, before I really studied, had like the firm basis of all these teachings inside me, it almost felt like a, like a bit of a pipe dream or like some nice words, mm. right? But now I know that there's no danger in being a cheerleader like this for children because that is who they really are and always will be. And it's just a matter of when or if they decide in this lifetime to step into the fullness of who they are. And as adults, and as an adult in their life, me speaking a vision like this, by seeing the truth of what is potentially possible for a, a, a kid, it makes it much easier for them to jump into it. I had a kid today who was having an issue with testing. I mean, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the kids that are brought to me are because they're having some kind of social issues or some type of issues in class, right? And this kid um, 
At first, I thought he was absent because he wasn't there. Then he came later, and his his assistant that was with him, this adult, was um, was a friend of mine. Let me know he was having a challenging day with some testing, and he had had a tantrum in the room. And he's in what is he in first grade? So he's a little. It's not like a baby, you know. He was, but he for him to have that kind of breakdown is a little bit uh, not not uh, of the norm, you know, at that age. So he, uh, I knew that. He so, he, but he ended up coming up late. He comes in and. He's kind of, at first he's, he's cool, he's very, you know, jovial, kind of jovial, but then all of a sudden he's like grabbing stuff from people, and I just, first, you know, the, my t- sometimes you want to snap and say, oh, why are you doing that, blah, blah, but I knew the situation, so I just said, look, we were just playing a game, we're not trying to make you mad or anything, but you're grabbing stuff, and I don't understand why, and, uh, you know, it was amazing, because all of a sudden he started crying, like he was able, because I didn't resist, the all truth right. of how he was feeling, he started bawling. I said, dude, that is all right. Just let that out. I totally understand, you know. And he started crying. And he, he played pretty well after that for a little while. And then he started to get, he wanted, he didn't want me in his space. I said, dude, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm hearing you say with your, what you're doing that you don't want me in your space. That's fine. Look, I'm going to sit over here. I just want you to have a great day. And on his way out, I said, dude, have a great day. You're a very important person. So I really, I really hope you have a great week. You know, we want to see the best out of you. And it, it's, reading this reading was really inspiring for me because this is what I've learned is so powerful for not just for kids, but for anyone that we want to encourage to be able to see them in that light, even if they're not willing or open to see it. We don't have to convince them to, no. but in our prayer yeah. life, in our meditation, whatever, we can see them in in that light, and and because it's the truth of who they are, and it's the truth. You were giving of who them the are. blessing. You know, it yes. didn't have to be a formal affirmation. Yes. You were giving them a child's children's blessing. And even in the best is if we don't for, try to force it, then them to see it later. You, I'll be some, you know, I'm, it's always kind of pleasantly surprising how later these people will come back, or you'll run into them again, and they'll acknowledge. How much they appreciate the stuff, even if in that moment they're not able to fully embrace it. Well, that's the difference between trying to coerce somebody or lovingly Mm. blessing them Mm. and praising them. It works. It's it's amazing how well it works, even though it seems contrary to how we've been taught. To discipline ourselves yes. or others. Yes. There's a great quote. I don't know if it's from the Bible, but it says, the slave is busy making whips for his master, which means it's self-defeating when I try to whip myself yeah. or encourage myself through that that harsh discipline. Come on, you should be drawing more. Yeah. You should... That never works. I have to treat myself like you treated that child. Yeah. You know, and that's, this is also, this children's blessing can be a lesson to us. Yes. Like we always say, we have to be a firm but loving parent to ourselves, reminding myself, okay, I see you're upset, but this is not that big of a deal. Come on, come on, I'm here with you. And all of a sudden, I start saying, "Yeah, that's right. Why am I?" Well, you know what? I used on to this. Yeah, I used to get run over by more kids, but be, before I had developed the practice of being this way and learning how to truly be this way with myself, I used to because I was trying to do it to them first. Right. But you know, like there's that old story of like the fam- the mother who brought her son to Gandhi, and he, she says, "Can you tell him to not eat sugar?" And he says, "Like come back in ten days or whatever." Right. And she comes back in ten days, and then he says. Stop eating sugar. And she says, why did you have to wait 10 days for that? And he said, well, I had to stop eating sugar first. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing, and it really works. The more, if I do it for myself first, 
then I actually know how to do it more effectively for others. Then I know what I'm actually working with. Because it's easy to tell someone else to stop doing something. Well, there's an attractive power. Yes, that's the perfect way to see it. it. Like, look at at the bottom of this message, the... This is implied in here. Let the little children come to me. This is Jesus talking. What yes. is that? What is the implication? The implication is the little children wanted to go to him. Yes. yes. He was attractive. He had that. That's right. You know, he exuded the love of God. That's why I told my kids, if you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. The way he treated people, the way people reacted to him. That's what it's all about. So let the little children come. to They were trying to get to him. You know what? That is, I mean, I can speak for myself sitting in church and hearing about Jesus. Jesus sold himself. No one had to sell me on Jesus. Like, as I sat there as a kid, I loved it. I was like, whoa, you can be loving and kind, and that's the most powerful thing. This guy's like a superhero. And it seemed like an easier way to succeed than trying to convince or push and shove and strive that all I have to do is go for love. Like, I could just make love my career choice, and then success will be a byproduct? Yes. The only thing that made me afraid of Jesus were people who... Misrepresented. Yeah, yeah, the the only people that broke their anonymity about being Christian were the ones that shouldn't. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's right. You look at the whole New Testament, and there's not a single place in there where Jesus is talking to the common person. Where he was hard on him. The only time he's ever harsh is with the religious leaders who are trying to yes, exactly. I know word things over people. Even the woman caught in the act of adultery says, "Where are your accusers?" She said, "You know, then I he said, "What? Neither do I accuse you." Now he then says, "Go and sin no more." But he's not beating her up. He's not throwing a stone at her. Well, yeah, and I take that whenever he said, go out and sin no more, I take that as him saying, look, now stop beating yourself. Don't beat yourself up anymore. Because when I stop beating myself up, the guilt seems to become erratic, seems to seems to lift. And I like how Freud said the guilty feeling always precedes the act, which yeah. seems so bizarre, the very act that we seem to be guilty of. And it's almost you're like binding it to yourself. Yeah, we get caught up in this. I think I should feel guilty because I'm a bad person, so I deserve to be punished. So I'm going to feel guilty and show that I feel guilty. Otherwise, I'm not ver- being virtuous. Right. Or I didn't learn my lesson. But what we're doing is we're just reinforcing now the very um, power that produces more bad behavior. Well, and when Jesus like, yes. says, go and sin more and more, he's saying, look, I forgive you. God loves you. Stop it. Stop this. It almost sounds like, too, he's going, where are your accusers? They're in yes. your head. Yes. You're the one who's holding on to the guilt. I'm not doing it. You know, get out of here and go and be jo- a joyful cheerleader now. It's time <laughs> to go out and live joyfully. And you, you deserve know, better than this. Yeah, when I feel like, when I just focus on being loving and kind to myself, it is it, then behaving appropriately is a natural byproduct. That's exactly It's not right. something I whip myself into. Whipping myself well, into it. the feeding of the 5,000. In the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus is not out there saying, you people, you didn't plan ahead, you didn't bring your, what's the matter with you people? You right. knew you were going to be here. Instead, he says to his disciples, have the people sit down, put them in order. And let's see, what do we have around? Oh, here's some fish and some bread. There and he starts go. taking a very positive approach and passing it out. He's not criticizing them for not planning ahead. Yes. He's yes. taking care of the need at the moment. 
He was the life of the party. <laughs> hey, we got to get going. I just realized what time it is. Uh, Sammy Smith, thank you so much for joining us today. We love and appreciate you. Well, thank you, Ed and Daryl. I love and appreciate you guys, and you're doing a fantastic thing, making people laugh and your readings, and uh, I love it all. Oh, same here, and our fans love you as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, you brought the loaves and fishes for us today and for our listeners, so thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, so let's see here. It is full. So should we do a quick reading from Emmett Fox Yes, because that is a great way to wind up this show. Can you see it clearly on yes, there? Yes, I can see it clearly here, and... Uh, it is from May 24th, Your Heart Follows Your Treasure. If your consciousness is right, that is, if you have a good understanding of God as the loving source of your boundless supply, you will always be able to demonstrate whatever money or goods you may require. If you're looking to outer passing mutable things for either happiness or security, you are not putting God first. If you are putting God first in your life, you will not find yourself laboring under undue anxiety about anything for where your treasure is. There will your heart be also. And that's from Matthew 6.21. Yeah, because Ed and I often get accused of being lucky. You guys are always so lucky. Everything seems to work out. But it's really because we put a lot of effort in putting God first, choosing to do that. That's where we put our heart every morning and throughout the day. Oh, it's it's so much easier than trying to force things. Do you have that story for us? I got this one hot. This I just heard about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, recently, one evening, this is a, a Unity Village. Yeah. Yeah. Gossip. Yeah. Right so out this, of their little the parchment they put out every week. Yeah. It's like the TMZ of uh, yes. Unity Village. Yeah. Well, anyway, one day Jeff Comfort stumbled out of Fillmore's Tavern after downing too many Butterworths. Yes. And he thought he was returning to his Unity Village dorm room right. when he unknowingly made a wrong turn into Myrtle's clock shop. Okay. At that moment, Tom Thorpe was making his way through the doorway carrying an expensive anti-grandfather clock. Can you imagine that? Oh, man, just wobbling around trying to get through the door. Exactly, and he was wondering how he was going to strap it to the back of his tiny red rocket motor scooter that he talks about. Just then... Comfort bumps directly into Thorpe, and the clock went flying, breaking into pieces on the sidewalk. Thorpe was visibly upset and said, Why don't you watch where you're going? Mm -hmm. And then Comfort, still oblivious to what had happened, replied, Why don't you wear a wristwatch like everybody else? All right. Whoa. Oh, that's it. Okay. Whoa, Gabby's Yay. got a big piece of mail and yes. a little one here. It looks like a fortune cookie message. Yes. So let me take that. That's from this is from Jack Peterson. Bring on the laughter and joy. Love these guys. Thank you for the message. Yes. Why don't you read the first two sentences out of this? Oh, for, oh we got one from Karen Hammond. Thank you. Daryl and Ed. Just finish, finishing listening to your latest episode for the second time. I really need to hear this. I've been need to get the joy back in my life today. Yes. Need to count my blessings, which include listening to both of you. Love and peace, Karen. Thank you, Karen. And, and then we got an amazing 
Oh car here, all the way from Tucson, Arizona. Sent directly to our P.O. box. Yes, and in that, we also got uh, a $15 card for some coffee, which we use regularly from Starbucks to fuel us for the show. Yes, we do. We got Thank a beautiful you. card that looks like Arizona landscapes. And Daryl and Ed, thanks so much for everything. I love your show and so grateful for the effort and heart you both put into it. We also got a beautiful letter from Susan that said, Dear Daryl and Ed, I've been a longtime fan and finally investing some time to let you know how much I appreciate your show. I started listening a couple years ago. She's not the, she says, I'm sure I'm not the only person outside of Jeff Comfort who has listened to every of one of your episodes. I serve in the leadership board of Unity Spiritual Center of Peace in Tucson, Arizona, wow. and learned about your show when I was browsing the Unity FM radio shows one day. I immediately became a big fan. I've been practicing unity, new thought, spiritual principles for the last 10 years. Being guided and using these principles to support me is a way of life for me. I've never heard an episode of your show which did not give me a personal boost on my own path to living an optimal life. Wow. I've been so inspired by your show that I keep a piece of paper in my pocket and write down something I just had to remember while working in the textbook warehouse for our local school district. These inspirations have also found their way into a few Sunday lessons I have given when I fill in for the minister at our church. I always make sure to mention your show as the source of my inspiration. Wow. My other favorite show on Unity FM is Discovering Eric Butterworth. Uh, when you had Tom Thorpe on your show, it was the best day ever. It was one of the best days ever. I'm so glad you were all there. I enjoy all the guests and appreciate the way they share their own experiences. I also love Gabby the Postal Pitbull. I think Mr. Green Jeans would be impressed with her work. Of course, I like. I think Mr. French is great. does a great job as well. Keeping two such joyous, enthusiastic hosts in line can't be easy. She likes the way we thank Jeff Comfort. She says, I work right under the flight path for the Jets at the Davis Montham Air Force Base. Sometimes when Jeff is buzzing by on your show, I hear the, a jet go overhead. I love that. What, what a coincidence. Thing. Yeah. One of the lessons I really appreciate that you share with us is that we deserve the good thing. We deserve good things in our life. Yes. So her um, Susan's Kindle had broke and she was putting it off, putting off buying it. But then she realized there's no logical reason to wait to replace my Kindle fire. So. She said, I don't, there's nothing she needs to do to deserve her goods. So right. she went ahead and bought it. Not only did she buy it, she bought, she threw an extra $20 for the more and more memory space, right? Good for her. And the next day, this is what is amazing. Three years ago, she had gotten in a dispute with some lawyer's office over $87.50 that was owed to her. Right. But she realized, she said, forget it. I'll just look at it as a donation to, for all the pro bono work that they do. So that's she lovingly let way, it go. Yeah, that's a very positive way to let go of something like that. Well, the next day after she ordered the Kindle, she got a check for eighty-seven fifty, which was what she had been owed by the lawyer's office because they, she had gotten a letter saying they needed to talk to her. She thought it was going to be them saying she owed them more money, but she joyfully said, well, tell me what I owe you. And they said, no, we owe you eighty-seven fifty, And they sent her the check the very next day. Well, that's all for now. I thank you both from the bottom of my heart. Your show means so much to me. Oh, but wait. That covered the, the cost. The, oh, yeah. that's the, We need to say that. It covered the, not only the cost for the super Kindle she decided to treat herself, but also covered the price of a case as well yeah, for it. That's all for now. Thank you both from the bottom of my heart. Your show means so much to me. I'm inspired daily by your show, and I even used one of your jokes and won a joke contest. I also have purchased Daryl's books and your new CD, Ed. I enjoy them both as well. Thanks for showing me how to follow my dreams and step out boldly as well. Blessings and love, Susan Smith. By the way, keep laughing. It brings me so much joy to hear your laughter. Isn't you know? it? Once she acknowledged that she deserved that and decided to buy it for herself, it released the three-year-old 
withhold that like the universe yeah. was withholding as we withhold. Well, you know and what as they soon say? as we don't withhold, we receive. That's right. You know what they say? They say, Oh, oh here we come. Watch out, boys, we'll cheer you up. Oh, here we come. We're the cheerleaders. Oh, here we come. Watch out, boy. Watch out, boy. Oh, here we come. We're the cheerleaders. Visit DarylandEd.com to find easy links to everything we do. You can also check out our Twitter feed at DarylandEd and the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook. Facebook. You can write us at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. And as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Oh, here we come. Watch out, boys. We'll cheer you up. Oh, here we come. We're the cheerleaders! He's wild! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed you don't know where to turn. These days it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 